They use CGI. Yes. How do you feel about that? The dumbest thing I've ever seen. CGI is the reason Rick Baker is not working anymore. Thank you. Well, they're an age. <laughs> yeah, he is also 74. <laughs> well, Donald was ready to do Halloween up to 22. I'm sure Rick Baker would keep going. Do you have a Donald Pleasance reference for everything in your life? <laughs> I, I certainly do. Like I told Alex the other day off the air, there's not a day that goes by that I don't think about him. So, Not creepy at all. <laughs> well, Mike, do you go do you go a day without thinking about sex? No, that's multiple times a day. Okay. Well, then you know what, Mike, you're healthy. If you if it was if you were going to say you never think about sex, but you think yes. about Donald every day and not sex, I'd say you got a problem. But as long as you think about sex every day, you're okay with me. What if he thinks about sex with Donald every day? Mm, that's <laughs> never come up, unfortunately. <laughs> It's time for me to finally dig in, no pun intended, and watch all of the Romero zombie movies and clear up the whole thing about how can Alex possibly say Return of the Living Dead is better than all of the Romero zombie movies. Now, I don't know if it's better, and I think I didn't exactly say that. I think I said I like it more. Now, uh, will I end up thinking it's better or not? I might end up watching all three of these movies and saying, well, Return of the Living Dead is is definitely cooler and more fun, but yeah, these are definitely better. So let's see if that happens. So we're going to start with Night of the Living Dead, 1968. Black and white, full frame movie. This movie created zombies. And they're obviously still a viable source of entertainment today. I mean, The Walking Dead was like the biggest TV show ever. And those zombies are not far from these ones. I mean, they look a hell of a lot better and all that type of stuff. But yeah, the the basic principle, yeah, people are just as interested. And I mean, I think that genre kind of is dying at this point. Was Walking Dead like a 2010 show maybe right like it started around there 2012 maybe and then i i heard it is actually still on yeah like believe it or not for those who don't know the walking dead is still going from what i heard i didn't even look it up because that's not the point of this review but i guess the point of what i'm saying is that what romero created is incredible he created an entire genre here I think the significance of this movie far outweighs its entertainment value. If you are entertained by this through and through, that's great. But if you're not, I don't think you should feel too bad about it because old black and white movies might not be your thing. Now, most black and white horror movies, you know, really refer to like things from the 30s and 40s and sadly 50s. I mean, thank God this kind of... uh, put an end to this stuff, the corny 
sci-fi horror of the 50s where everything's, you know, raid, <laughs> well, it's radiation made, you know, giant spiders or whatever, all the spaceships, you know, everybody was worried about like Martians coming down. Um, but there were great stuff in the 50s, you know, like um, House on Haunted Hill and, you know, a, a bunch of gems are in the 50s. But, I mean, the Hammer movies were good in the 50s. But those were all kind of re- remaking all the stuff from the 30s. So that was different. You know, they they stuck to the good horror. But generally, no, horror in the 50s sucked. And it wasn't until, you know, Psycho kicked off the 60s that it really became good again. And then so on. This movie has pretty gory things that, you know, you wouldn't expect from a movie from all the way back then. Pretty horrific things for people to see in a drive-in movie theater. You know, the guy upstairs with half of his face eaten off, the zombie, uh, well, I'll get to that later. I'd, I'd rather mention it when it happens. Uh, but yeah, another overall. So one of the downsides I noticed is that there's not really any likable characters in this movie. I mean, Ben was the only one and you just kind of admired his strength and his lack of fear and his level-headedness and all this despair. He was the only one that seemed to not get bogged down with fear and kept moving forward and and the complete opposite the yin yang i guess is supposed to be barbara i mean she's the opposite of ben honest honestly in every way shape and form but to a fault i think definitely to a fault and i'll get into that so uh i mean i guess i can get into it right away i mean the movie starts off oddly enough with a guy talking about time changing like setting the clock back or forward or whatever and how he lost sleep and everything and the odd thing is i'm watching this today november 7th and we just set the clock back less than 24 hours ago so it's the weirdest thing that i'm watching a movie that was talking about setting the clocks forward and i just set the clock back uh on the same day i'm watching it and i haven't seen this in probably 15 years i mean that's a coinky dink if i ever heard one in my life right Are we still back to that stuff? Are we still doing that? So is Bare Bones a show that's meant to be? (laughs) Is that what that's telling me? I'm in the right place again, guys. This is where I belong. Completely alone. (laughs) Not many people would argue with that. But uh, it was so weird to hear all the uh, opening quotes and sounds from from, uh, Halloween 2 while I'm watching this. Like, I literally know that more just because of Halloween 2 than by ever watching this movie. So the zombie attacks Barbara's brother, smashes his head on a tombstone. Barbara attempts to just drive away and leave the brother there. Doesn't do anything to help. I guess she's just, you know, well, we all see where this goes. But yeah, that explains that, her character. Which is probably the biggest flaw of the movie. Definitely, I think. Um, Barbara is introduced as if she's going to be like, the protagonist of this movie, you know, like the the final girl or something like I don't know what this character is. She went from possible final girl to like a paperweight. I mean, I never saw a more useless character in my entire life, except for maybe this other dude, Cooper. I mean, it's amazing. This movie has the strangest characters ever. I mean, So, as she attempts to just abandon her brother, she gets into the lamest car wreck in the history of mankind. Doesn't shed a single tear over the brother. Makes a phone call to nowhere, like the phone's dead, and you see her screaming or saying something, but it's not even audible. Like, what is that all about? She's like, 
I don't even know what happened there. Watch when she goes to make those phone calls. She's screaming, but you hear nothing. I don't even know what's happening. Ben shows up with his truck out of gas. Ben, things progress quickly. I mean, there seem to be a shit ton of zombies within 20 minutes of this movie, so that's promising. What you think is a dumb move, this dude, like, sets a zombie on fire and throws it five feet from the house. I mean, he is, he must be really sure that the house will not catch on fire. I mean, he does it again with the couch and does it a ton of times. I mean, these people are not worried about the house catching on fire. I'd be a little concerned when the house is all I have between me and dying. So Ben tells his side of the story when he's, like, hanging out with, uh, a hardly talking Barbara. And he's all into telling his story, and as soon as Barbara starts telling her story, he, like, totally, like, starts looking around the room and just totally disinterested within, like, her third sentence. Totally loses interest. Typical guy. She gets upset he's not gonna help save her brother and slaps him, and he slaps the fuck out of her. Then she passes out and remains useless. The news reports that people have been partially devoured. Not just the brains, but the flesh. I gotta say, I'm really glad it was moved to brains eventually. Two cowards run up into the house from the cellar after the guy hammers every single window closed. What do they call those guys? The blisters? The people that show up after the work? <laughs> ben shoots a zombie three times, but the headshot finally did it. The zombies are creepy for sure, especially the black and white helped, but uh, they're not as cool looking as they eventually became in the uh, later films. All this arguing about staying in the house or the cellar, I mean, who gives a damn? The thing about it is, I'm sitting there watching this dude, Cooper, argue about this, and I'm sitting there like, why do I care where he goes? Like, I'm as disinterested as Ben. He's sitting there saying, man, I don't care what you do, go in the cellar, that. who gives a damn? And I'm sitting there like, yeah, so why do I have to watch this exchange? I mean, I guess it plays some role in the movie, hardly, not really, because really, every all the viewers should be wondering, why not just stay in the house, watch TV, listen to the radio, and if they come in and things get too crazy, go in the basement, right? I mean, what are we arguing about? We could do both. That's the beauty of this whole, this whole proposition. I mean, you don't have to just do one. You could actually go to either one until all the zombies get there, right? I mean, what's the problem? So the reason there are zombies is because radiation from something they shot off into space, so the radiation is activating their brains, and for some reason, whatever was activated needs to eat skin. The daughter is sick in the cellar this whole time. No one knows what's really wrong with her, but later we find out she was bitten by a zombie. Molotov cocktails to set their ass on fire, and go get the gas and put it in the truck. Why does everyone drive so slow in this movie? That's one thing I was definitely wondering while I'm watching a hundred zombies crawl on top of this truck and the guy's like crawling down to the gas pump, like, I don't know. And the same thing with Barbara with that lame-ass car accident. What's with the driving five miles an hour? So these idiots brought a torch to the gas pump. They then shoot the key off the gas pump, <laughs> lay the torch next to the gas tank by the truck, Spill gas everywhere, but in the truck. Truck catches on fire. They get in it and drive the truck. And then the truck blows up. Wow, that's weird. But I'll give them this. I guess it's hard to think clearly in these circumstances. So now everyone else is shit out of luck. Cooper doesn't let Ben into the house when he's banging on the door to say, let me back in. So Ben breaks in, ruining the door lock 
and then socks the shit out of Cooper to thank him for that. Then there's a zombie barbecue. What's on the menu? Grilled teen served off a truck. I eat tacos off a truck, so I really can't say anything. Barbara, uh, just pops up on the screen at like one hour and 16 minutes. And I'm like, oh, I forgot you were even in this movie. I swear to God. I'm like, I, I was like, oh, right. So what have you been doing this whole time? Daughter was bitten by a flesh-eating ghoul. Kill the brains, kill the ghoul. I hit the fucking brain. Wait, the movie's all right. Dude's battle over the possession of the gun. Cooper gets blown away. Wife could care less. He slinks down into the cellar where his little ghoul child uh, sits on that table. She's transformed into a total zombie at this point. Meanwhile, Barbara finally decides to help someone as the dude's wife was getting attacked by the zombies. The wife finally becomes free, goes into the cellar with the husband and daughter to find her child eating the asshole who is her father. She comes after the mother and stabs the shit out of her with a cement trowel. I mean, it was the most brutal looking thing I think I could ever have imagined would be in this movie. It was brutal looking. It was horrific looking but not zombie-like at all. I mean, is that what zombies do? I mean, I guess, who am I to say that, right? Because this is the first zombie movie ever, so yeah, I guess it is. But, <laughs> you know what I mean, right? Zombies bust in. Zombie kid is already upstairs way too quickly. There's lots to eat down there between both of your parents. I mean, what are you doing up here already? Ben makes it down there, only to see the girl's parents turn to zombies. He instantly blows their heads off. Time passes, zombies are gone, townspeople blowing lots of heads off. Including the idiot who heard guns and police sirens but failed to make it obvious to authorities that he was a normal human by shouting out to anyone and asking for help. So yeah you might want to make it painfully obvious you're not a zombie when you see all these people standing around the house with guns and hearing police sirens. Even I thought that when you were looking at the door from the basement. Every character besides Ben really blows. I mean, even the kid who had the girlfriend, he was just like a do-gooder, but I wouldn't say he was a character I really cared about or invested in. Barbara just totally, I mean, like I said, protagonist to paperweight. She was wallpaper in this movie. I don't I don't even know what I'm supposed to be invested in. Just Ben. And even him arguing with the dude about where they're going to be. I mean, I don't care. So it was difficult, you know? Um, but like I said, the significance far outweighs the entertainment value. I give this movie a lot of credit for what it did, what it created. It's definitely something like one of those historical things that you should just watch. I'm sure everybody did already, but if you didn't, do it for its importance and uh, significance and sort of entertaining value. I give this movie a three out of five. I like it.